Hello and welcome to another episode of the Transportation Exchange Podcast presented by Rush Truck Sense of Canada. I'm your host, Jason Cuddy, and on today's episode, we welcome Ray Wieneman, who is the VP of Vehicle Remarketing with us at Rush Truck Sense of Canada. Ray, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, Jason. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, so we want to have you on as we spent a lot of time talking to OEMs and obviously about what we do with Navistar and Isuzu and Battle Motors and uh, Calmar on the, on the news side, but we haven't uh, we haven't taken the time to kind of bring you in and your group in as far as the used market, which is a very huge and robust market in the industry, but also for, for our business as a whole. And I thought it would help to our listeners get a better understanding of what happens in the used market and yeah, at the dealership level specifically, but also just the market in general. So... I thought maybe we'd start off with maybe giving us an overview of what's the used market looking like today. Absolutely. Yeah, we're fortunate. We have a lot of things to sell at Rush, and uh, the used truck market is a big part of that. Um, and we actually produce our own used trucks at, at uh, Rush as well. With uh, having a large ideal lease fleet, we uh, we pull about 30% of our trucks from the ideal lease fleet, which is really quite wonderful because they're maintained from us, by us, throughout their lifespan. So... The industry right now, as you asked, is is still very strong in Canada. We're pretty lucky that way. Um, where the U.S., they noticed probably around last April, a decline in pricing, a decline in demand, more specifically on the highway uh sleeper vocational truck type thing but we we've been able to maintain that part of that was because of covid and and our government keeping the laws up for uh the covid restrictions crossing the border had to be vaccinated all of that has really played into the strength of our used truck market here um, we've been able to maintain our values although now we're starting to see a, a slight decline new uh, oems are starting to manufacture better quicker now we're starting to see stuff come in right and of course, now higher mileage trucks are are coming available. That's a good point. I never thought of it. As, I, as you realize, as you know, the market's been really hot. As you can't get new equipment, obviously, that's kind of if you can get used, you take it. Um, but obviously, as this has happened over the last couple of years, the fleets have run their trucks about two years longer than, than they like to. Absolutely. So even the fleet you would normally kind of be buying off of, even the lease fleet. To your point, right? As the lease fleet comes in, it's two years older than, than you would normally be. Right. Um, so yeah, the mileage is going to be safely higher than we you traditionally see in the same application coming into you, I'm assuming. Absolutely. Shops have enjoyed that. Our parts yeah. department have enjoyed that. But of course, trucks are aging now and people are going to have to start disposing of them, which of course the value is going to be less because of the higher mileage and the older, the vintage of the trucks. So that all plays a part of it going forward. And we're starting to starting to experience that now and more so I think towards the third quarter of this year. Yeah, it makes sense. I think stuff's starting to slowly roll in, so you're going to start seeing equipment get get traded at certain some point. You know, Absolutely, for the back half of this year. Um, for, from a spec point of view, I mean, we've seen on the new side. I think the biggest change in spec has been the move from a manual transmission truck to an automated or, or an automatic, depending on the application. That seems to be the biggest one, and I'm sure you're seeing it in the new side too as well. As far as the the percentage has probably swapped significantly in the last handful of years. No, that's very true. Like <clears throat> that would be probably the biggest change, certainly in our market today. It's it's automated transmissions or automatic transmissions. And you know, at one point we couldn't sell an automatic transmission. 
production guy right. said, well, I want a whole truck. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted all the gears. And now, of course, you know, there's a lot that plays into that, right? Uh, a lot more truck drivers, a lot more trucks on the road, and, and it's just harder on your body. So it's it's turned out pretty good, but we are noticing that difference for sure. Yeah. Are you starting to see, like, I know we're seeing on the new side, you know, tech is starting to become the next thing. A lot of, you know, driver aids, whether it's collision mitigation, lane departure warning, you know, uh, adaptive crews. Obviously, these are fairly new into the, the new market fleet. But are you starting to see people looking or asking for certain technology on used trucks? Are they are they aiming for the used trucks to kind of stay away from the technology? So that, that's a very good point. And it really depends who the purchaser is. Uh, the fleets that are buying from us still enjoy as much um of the the driver assistance as possible, like the collision mitigation systems that we do offer. And it actually helps with their insurance as well. So it reduces their cost of insurance. So that helps. The owner operator still likes to have full control (laughs) of their vehicle. And uh, so they, you know, it's an option that they would not prefer. Gotcha. That's a good point, right? Because you're going to have, I guess, two different buyers come in, the same as we do on on the new side. But obviously, you have, you know, some fleets who are looking to, you know, get into some used equipment, but you also have a lot of owner operators, right? So there's a different buying criteria that both of them are looking for. Absolutely. Now, some of them are going to trucking companies that require and mandate certain things. So we try to help them to fulfill that. But as you know, you can't really order a used truck. Right. (laughs) But, uh, But we try. Fair enough. So, and then another piece I wanted to really talk to you on was, you see in the market, I mean, and on anything, right? A lot of people are using, you know, a marketplace, whether it's a Kijiji or Facebook, to sell a lot of things privately now. Um, and I see a lot of, you know, commercial vehicles on there as well. Obviously, probably, you know, owner operators getting rid of equipment. So, um, but obviously, a lot of guys will trade stuff in. And that's, you know, a lot of what we do. And your fleet comes from trade ins from new equipment. Um, maybe walk us through kind of, you know, there's obviously benefits to both, mm-hmm. clearly, uh, but maybe kind of walk us through. You know, why would you look at trading in a vehicle to a dealership versus, you know, privately selling it potentially on your own? Sure. So we'll do a couple ways. Like a fleet, a good fleet that maintains their equipment, they generally do a pretty good job of even selling their own equipment because they've created a demand because they look after their trucks. So people like to buy from them. So it's not really always advantageous for them to trade because they have a good market that comes to them all the time. As far as owner-operators wanting to trade or possibly should they trade, they eliminate a whole lot of headaches by coming to a dealership. They may not get the full retail value that they're anticipating, but it's also managing expectations. Um, A lot of the guys that come into us um, have scoured Kijiji (laughs) and and Marketplace and all of those and, and say, well, this is what the truck is worth. Well, that's what people are asking, but they don't necessarily get that. And Coming to us as a trade, they're guaranteed payment. It's a one-stop shop. They don't have to worry about anything. Our money is very good, and and it's hassle-free. So they're not having to offer test drives. They're not having to be home to show the truck. They're, so it's just an in and out. And, and we can expedite that very quickly, and we do all the lean searches. So it, you know all the legal aspects are covered by us. So it's pretty pretty easy for them. Makes sense. And I think... To your point, we, you know, we've had this conversation as customers, you know, from from your side looking to get a value on their vehicle. And I agree, right? There, I'm getting this in the market. I see this in the market. And and to your point, that is what you know. There, people are asking. It's not necessarily what it's going to go for, but also there's sometimes a requirement. Things need to get done to the vehicle to get to that point. So, again, you, when you're looking at the trade, you're you're looking at you know the the, the current status of the vehicle. What's it going to take to make it 
you know, sellable or how much you got to put in to get a good return on it, Mm -hmm. right? You're just going to flip it as is. Is it a wholesale piece of equipment? Is it something, hey, we can put a few bucks into it, certify it. And yes, it'll get a little bit more money, but obviously there's some risk because once you open it up, you don't know what you're walking into potentially, right? Well, and that's that's a whole big can of worms, right? And if I could offer any advice to people that, you know, want to trade or sell their vehicle, it should be more like their personal vehicle or any personal article they want to sell, which they maintain properly. Yeah. When they come to me and ask for a value on their truck or want to sell their truck, their truck is just coming off the road. There's oil cans, <laughs> there's McDonald's wrappers, there's food, there's, I mean, I, it's very well lived in. And, yeah. and to me, if I'm selling something, I want to present it properly. Yep. And if I, you know, if I could offer any advice whenever you're either selling it or even just asking for a trade value, they should, you know, our customers should bring them in cleaned like they would want to buy it themselves. And uh, (laughs) it certainly helps the value um, that we're putting on trucks. So, you know, that's a big part of it as well. Presentation, right? Yeah, it makes sense. And I know, you know, from, you know, people we work with who, who do a lot of private sales on cars or something like that, right? Same thing. If you, you spent a few bucks and, and vacuumed the car polished it all up, you know, waxed it, shined the wheels, you, you can probably add a certain percentage of value Absolutely. in it just because it looks so much better than the guy who just took a picture of it in the corner. And even just taking good pictures sometimes can, can you know, get a lot more interest than the one that's just dirty and covered in snow because it's the winter. No one brushed it off and like, you know, hey, there it is if you want to take it. Yeah. yeah and the, <laughs> the weeds are growing around yeah. it. And yeah. It's really managing expectations and ease of, of sale is probably one of the best reasons to come to a dealership. That's fair. And I think, you know, for to put a lot of them at ease too, if you know, you, you, for lack of just general numbers, if you, you buy a truck, say for 20 grand and all of a sudden they see it posted later for 60, it doesn't mean there's 40 grand of margin in it. It means you put a lot of work in it to get at that point. Right. So again, it's that expectation piece is like, yes, Hey, well, you know, that's why, but here's what we're, you know, we're going to put some money into it, you know, depending on what the market bears and, you know, make them understand that we're not just buying it cheap and flipping it for really high. Right. And obviously there, there's, there's investment on like, to your point, you know, we got to make it look nice, make sure it runs because, you know, we, we stand behind, you know, what we do. We want to make sure that the product is good for the next person to, to enjoy it and use it. Yeah. And that's a big part of it. Absolutely. I mean, there, there isn't, I mean, there isn't that kind of margin in just about anything anybody sells anymore. Right. Like, I mean, that's just, <laughs> you know, that's really dreams and, hopes but but no i mean we do do a lot and as you said we we stand behind our vehicles we have to there's certain things that we have to meet criteria and safety is one of them when we sell them with a safety and so we have to make sure all that stuff is done and then it has to be presented in new condition as well so there's a lot of upgrades and a lot of money spent for sure fair and i think going back to what you mentioned as far as you know being presentable a big part of trading in a vehicle especially if you're buying something new obviously there's there's some tax benefits to it as well which most guys be aware of and that's kind of another benefit of of the trade um but if you are trading it in there's you know it's it's a it's a relationship and it's a partnership between the two of you and there's some sort of kind of common ter- you know trade terms that are kind of meant to be you know respected uh maybe right. kind of walk us through you know, what the industry sort of standard is as far as when someone says trade terms and, you know, people are out there talking, trying to understand what does that mean to the person looking to trade it in as far as what, what are kind of obligated to or what they should be kind of meeting? Sure. So when we look at trucks or, or if, if one of our guys sends us a truck appraisal, a truck appraisal meaning they filled out a sheet saying, okay, the, the truck is this model year, it's this model, it's this make, it has this on it for extra equipment, it, what the axles are, the mileage, the vintage, et cetera. But then 
they also identify any deficiencies. So deficiencies for so to go to trade terms as you as you asked, broken glass shouldn't have broken glass. Windshield, driver side, passenger side again has to fit trade terms and and safety conditions. So that has to be fixed. No leaking oil, no DPFs or or emissions pulled from the truck, and all of that stuff has to be on. No frame damage. Um, those would be regular trade body damage, not to exceed $1,500. Um, and of course, if we look at a truck today and it's being traded 30 days from now, that truck has to come in the same way we looked at it. I understand there's going to be a few more miles on it, right? but it can't, you know, you can't pull stuff off of the truck <laughs> afterwards. Yeah. And, and, uh, and then present the truck. Yeah, no, well, fair. And that's, that's good for people to know. It's also good for, you know, people buying, understanding, like we, we brought it in, you know, under certain, you know, conditions as well, recognizing that, you know, like we took it as a trade and had to meet certain conditions for us to take it in. So it kind of gives the buyer buying it, you know, some confidence knowing, hey, it, I didn't buy a full out lemon. It's got stuff chopped off it. Like you guys have done some due diligence before it's been brought into the fleet. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Makes sense. So, you know, you, you gave us kind of a little background of where the market is. What um, what does the market look like? You think for the you know the next handful of months? I mean, it's 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 hard to say. You know, I look on on the new side and stuff starting to roll in, which is good. Which usually means when new stuff rolls in, there becomes a, a bit more of inventory available on on the use side traditionally. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if I had my crystal ball, I'd be more excited about this, but it, it, it really, the, the market is COVID's played a whole different role. And I, I remember when COVID started, I said, well, you know, one thing about the truck business, it is very cyclical and it's mm-hmm. seven and a half, eight years. It does the same thing. And, and this has kind of changed. COVID's changed the dynamics quite a bit. Supply chain has made a, a huge impact. So, and, and as we talked earlier, so at the risk of reiteration, the, 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 the age of the trucks is kind of aged by two years. So, yeah. Um, OEMs are not producing trucks as quickly as they normally do. So that's still, I think, managing, helping us manage the industry as a whole. So we're not inundated and flooded with trucks and they're not, you know, trucks parked in fields at this point, which we had probably 20 years ago, we had a case like that. So that way we're still good. I think here we're going to notice the used truck market fall value fall to a normal level, right. which is good. It's mm-hmm. good for everybody. Um, and I think demand is going to slowly dissipate as well with that, but good used vehicles will always maintain their value. Nope, that makes sense. And I think it's, it's good to have that outlook because if the market softens from a, uh, you know, as a sale price point of view, as it kind of normalizes back to kind of where it was or in around where it kind of was pre COVID, it's good to get that message out because obviously that impacts trade in value. So it's good to share that with the people eventually looking as their new stuff is coming in, they're right. looking to trade it in, you know, like, Oh, this, you know, I should be getting this much for it. That's what it was, you know, last year. I'm like, well, <laughs> yes, but to what you just said, the market is normalizing a little bit. Right. So obviously if it's, we can't sell it for, you know, a higher rate and you can't buy it for the higher rate. They, they kind of, they kind of go in parallel, right. You know, for the, for the most part. I've got a note here if I can yeah, for sure. talk about pricing. Um, so in May of 2022, a truck went through the sale. I won't say the brand or anything, mm-hmm. but I'm comparing apples to apples. Gotcha. Here. So, and, and one year difference, 
Uh, a truck went through the sale at 132500 So it was a used truck. Yep. Uh, exactly a year later, that truck went through at 55000 Wow. Same truck, same specs. Same. Yeah. So it's just dropped. It went from... 132. So I'll, May it was 132.5. September it was 93,000. December that same spec truck went through at 70,000. February it went through at 58,000. Then it, in early May in Toronto it dropped to 49,000, but in Montreal it held at 55,000. Gotcha. But just to give you an example yeah. how silly the pricing was at that point, and, and it's now kind of normalizing. Yeah, and I think what we see because of the availability, like especially if it goes to to a market where you know if it's, if it's an auction or something like that where people can bid, obviously then you know you're seeing true market demand and, and valuation of what people are willing to pay. And it, but I find on the used market it's definitely way more dynamic than yeah. than than the new market. The new, I mean, we're, we're held by OEM where OEM says this is how much it's going to cost you to buy the vehicle. We're kind of at their mercy where you know yes we have you know a, a trade in value or we bought something at a certain price, but then the market will kind of really move all around, right? It doesn't care what you paid for the vehicle. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's very you know? true. It's demand. And, and yeah. you know, any auction, like we base our pricing now basically on the auctions. Where auction used to be wholesale pricing, it is now full retail pricing. Yeah. Um, people are, there's a level of comfort, and I don't understand it, to go to the auction and buy a truck where if we had the same truck and we wanted 30, they would go to the auction and pay 40. Yeah. Um, with no guarantees and and not knowing, but they get into that hype and there's only two people that want it. So they're bidding against one other person, which drives the price up and yes. kind of a, a false or artificial value, if you will. But, but you know what, that's what keeps the market going. Yeah, no true. And, and that's, I mean, that's the other benefit of, of going, you know, through dealership on you. I mean, the price is the price. We're not, you know, auctioning the, the price against another person, <laughs> you know, if two sales guys are on it we're both talking the same price. We're not trying to upbid each other, right? To get the value. And we're not asking a customer for money. Hey, if you give us five grand more, I, I'm going to get the deal for you, right? Like that's not how, right. how it's working. That's, that's the price that we've agreed on based on what has been put into what we bought it for. So you get some kind of almost like market certainty that you're not going to overpay. You're paying market price today, but you're not going to overpay just because someone else is interested in the same vehicle. Well, you know? and that's it. And we've, we've actually done a really good job, I think. And uh, we've maintained very fair level. We did no, you know, we didn't take advantage of the situation because we know these customers are coming back to us again. Yep. And so for us to set a price, let's for a used truck at uses 132.5, knowing next year it, when he needs to trade it in, it's only worth 55. We're not doing our customers any favors right. or us. So, you know, it, I think we've done a really good job of managing that. Yeah, and, and that's a good point. Like we, with nature of what we do, there's a lot of repeat business, right? A lot of, Absolutely. you know, I know a lot of guys who, you know, if it's an owner operator or something, they buy the first one and then they buy a second one. They found another guy and then they start their fleets, you know, from, from, from the use side, you know, buy yeah. something that's good. That's maybe three, four years old that they can run another three or four years without breaking the bank on buying something brand new, Yeah, but they're going to come back, right? You treat them well, you treat them fair. They'll come back for service if, if they can, you know, and of it. And eventually it leads into a long-term customer. So where, you know, when you're bidding against other guys, that's not necessarily a long-term relationship. That's just, you know, it's the market is what it is. And that's one way to acquire it. But this is more of, you know, working towards a relationship and trying to help businesses grow. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's more fun for us too. Yeah. I mean, we've been in business a long time and uh, we like to enjoy like our, our customers now, a lot of our customers are our friends. So yeah. we, we're more <laughs> social than we are business people. Right. Yeah. So. Yep, and you work with each other, right? And it's about you know understanding the expectations, understanding they understand our expectations for equipment, and, and, and finding a common ground and finding a way to, to both benefit from from the transaction. 
Excellent. Hey, look, I, I want to thank you for, for coming in and kind of giving us an overview of, of the used market and how it pertains to obviously our dealership, but just, you know, what, what we're seeing in general in the industry. So I, I thank you for doing that for us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Anytime. Excellent. Hey, well, that concludes today's episode. I want to thank Ray for joining us and to catch up on past episodes, check out transportationexchangepodcast.ca. Until next time, thanks for listening. <laughs>